Chapter Twenty Four of the Conquest. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Conquest by Oscar Meshaw. Chapter Twenty Four. And the crowds did come. The Prairie Fire. The registration opened at twelve o'clock Monday morning seven trains during the night before had brought something like seven thousand people of this number about two thousand got off at megary and the remainder went on through to callias the big opening was on and the bid for patronage made the relations between the towns more bitter than ever after the first few days however the crowds with the exception of a few hundred daily went on through to callias and did not heed the catcalls and uncomplimentary remarks from the railway platform at megary among these remarks flung at the crowded trains were go on to callias and buy a drink of water go on to callias and pay a dime for the water to wash your face water was one of callias's scarcities as will be seen later however this failed to detract the crowd the c and r w put on fifteen regular trains daily and the little single track, unballasted and squirmy, was very unsafe to ride over, and the crowded trains had to run very slowly on this account. Because of the fact that it was difficult to find adequate side-tracking, it took two full days to make the trip from Omaha to Callias in return. All the day and night the toot-toot of the locomotives could be heard, and the sounds seemed to make the country seem very old indeed megary's brass band organized for the purpose undaunted continued to play frantically at the depot to try to induce the crowded trains to unload a greater share but to no avail although the cars were stuffed like sandwiches those times in callias were long to be remembered as the trains disgorged the thousands daily it seemed impossible that the little city could care for such crowds the sidewalks were crowded from morn till night. The registration booths and the saloons never closed, and more automobiles than I had ever seen in a country town up to that time roared, and with their clattering noise took the people hurriedly across the reservation to the west. Along toward the close of the opening, a prairie fire, driven by a strong west wind, raced across Tip County in a straight line for Callias although fire guards sixty feet wide had been burned along the west side of the town it soon became apparent that the fire would leap them and enter the town unless some unusual effort on the part of the citizens was made to stop it it was late in the afternoon and as seems always the case a fire will cause the wind to rise and it rose until the blaze shut out the western horizon it seemed the entire world to the west was a fire Ten thousand people, lost in sightseeing, gambling, and revelry, all of a sudden became aware of the approaching danger, and began a rush for safety. To the north, south, and east of the town, the lands were under cultivation, therefore a safe place from the fire that now threatened the town. All business was suspended, registration ceased, and the huge cans containing more than one hundred thousand applications for lands were loaded on drays and taken into the country and deposited in the center of a large ploughed field for safety. 
the gamblers put their gains into sacks and joined the surging masses and with grips got from the numerous check rooms all the people fled like stampeding cattle to a position to the north of town which was protected by a cornfield on the west ernest nicholson leading the businessmen and property owners bravely fought the oncoming disaster the chemical engine and water hose were rushed forward but were as pins under the drivers of a locomotive the water from the hose ran weakly for a few minutes and then with a blowing as of an empty faucet petered out from lack of water the strong wind blew the chemical into the air and it proved as useless the fire entered the city one house a magnificent residence was soon enveloped in flames which spread to another and still to another the thousands of people huddled on a bare spot but safe watched the miniature city of one year and the gateway to the homesteads of the next county disappear in flames megareite seeing the danger threatened her hated rival five miles away called for volunteers who readily responded and formed bucket brigades loaded barrels into wagons filled them with water and burned the roads in the hurry-up call to the apparently doomed city i could see the fire from where i was harvesting flax ten miles away and the cloud of smoke with the little city lying silent before it reminded me of a picture of pompeii before vesuvius it looked as if callius was lost then like a miracle the wind quieted down changed and in less than twenty minutes was blowing a gale from the east starting the fire back over the ground over which it had burned there it sputtered flickered and with a few sparks went out just as l a bell pulled onto the scene with lathered and bloody-eyed mules drawing a tank of megary water and was told by the nicholson brothers who were said to resemble mississippi steamboat roustabouts on a hot day that callias didn't need their water following the day of the high wind which brought the prairie fire that so badly frightened the people of the town the change of the wind to the east brought rain and about two hundred automobiles that had been carrying people over tip county into the town i remember the crowds but have no idea now how many people there were but that it looked more like the crowds on broadway or state street on a busy day than main street in a burg of the prairie this was the afternoon of the drawing and a woman drew number one while here and there in the crowd that filled the street before the registration exclamations of surprise and delight went up from different fortunates hearing their names called drawing a lucky number i felt rather bewildered by so much excitement and metropolitanism where hardly two years before i had hauled one of the first loads of lumber on the ground to start the town i could not help but feel that the world moved swiftly and that i was living not in a wilderness as stated in some of the letters i had received from colored friends in reply to my letters that informed them of the opening but in the midst of advancement and action when the drawing was over and the crowds had gone it was found that the greatest crowds had registered not at callias but at a town just south in nebraska which received forty-five thousand while callias came second with forty-three thousand and megary only received seven thousand something like one hundred fifteen thousand in all having applied 
the hotels in callias had charged one dollar the person and some of the large ones had made small fortunes while the saloons were said to have averaged over one thousand dollars a day after the opening land sold like hot hamburger sandwiches had a few weeks before end of chapter twenty four